0: It's time for a podcast focusing on the NBA Finals. We have not even had a podcast about the Western and Eastern Conference Finals, but I'm sure we'll cover that too. My name is Guy Williams. JT is not here, but I am joined, as always, by my brother, Paul Williams.
1: Hello, NBA fans. This is Paul Williams.
0: That was all you had to say?
1: Yeah, I hadn't planned anything, so sorry, I was just trying to riff a cool cool well, intro.
0: I mean, but you could riff like just a vague observation about basketball, maybe.
1: Hello, NBA fans. This is Paul Williams. I love basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially the NBA? Um You're kinda of losing I, confidence there.
1: Just all basketball. FIBA Euro League, NBL.
0: <laughs> we won't be covering any of those things. Yeah, that's it's, okay. Okay, okay. Well, um, we we love basketball. Thank you for that, Paul. That was that was very insightful. Uh, we love basketball here. It's time for the podcast that we call Advance Analytics. If you don't like that, you don't like basketball. So, Paul. We've been through the East and West Conference Finals. We're, on, we're less than 24 hours away from Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you want to talk about the East and West, or is there much to even talk about? Where would you like to start?
1: I'd like to start by saying my pre-playoff prediction has come true, Boston-Golden State. Yeah. And I was very close to my pre-season prediction of Miami-Golden State.
0: Yeah, well done. And moving
1: on from predictions, what was the question? Everything <laughs> I want to say.
0: Now, my question was, um, oh, just where, where you want to start? Because I thought we should briefly t- touch on the East and Western Conference Finals. Congratulations on your predictions, by the way. And at the end of this pod, mm. we're we'll going to do our finals predictions, and I'd be mm. quite interested to hear yours because you're much, such much of a, um, you're almost a soothsayer to me. What? You're a real shaman of mm. the NBA community, so I'm sure everyone's waiting streak. for your prediction. You're a what? You're on a hot streak?
1: Yeah, prediction hot streak. But um, I'll. I'll, where do I want to start? Oh,
0: I don't know. Well, how about we start with um, what happened to uh, the Mavs and Luca? And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, in a way, glad JT's here. I'm sad, obviously, because I love JT, but I'm glad because he is such a Mavs fan that he kind of will have given up on the NBA and now the Mavs have been eliminated. But I thought overall it was, it was maybe a bit of a poor effort from them to to go down 4-1 or or where the warriors is brilliant.
1: I think the Mavs I don't I still don't fully know how I didn't really watch much of the series but I still don't know how Phoenix lost to Dallas fully. I think that was a bit of a disgrace, but I um I do think Del, like the what, issue with Dallas to me is you can never it's hard if you rely too much on one person. Come playoff time. Mm. It's, it's not a winning formula.
0: Well, the, the, but here's what confused me, is that Dallas on paper looked like a bit of a a, a a rough shot kind of construction of a team, right? Because they made the big move for Puzingus and that didn't work out. So they had to kind of like almost panic trade him for a couple of Washington Wizards players, which is always a red flag. And wait, Paul's having some sort of soup while we're doing the podcast. Um, but my Yeah, what are you having?
1: I didn't say anything.
0: <laughs> you put the, you stopped eating your soup and you slowly raised the microphone to your mouth like you're about to say something. Can you explain what sort of soup you're enjoying? It's uh,
1: the, the remnants of a bowl of Frosties. So it's kind of a sugary milk.
0: <laughs> Paul's enjoying sugary milk uh, soup. And we've also had a text from JT who says, um, sorry, I missed the podcast. Please put in the record that I hate Golden State. Well what noted, JT. When you mean JT. he missed the
1: podcast? It just started.
0: Uh, no, well, he, he, he's working, I think. Oh. Um, I've asked him to text his predictions, so hopefully we we'll get that gold through soon. But the reason I'm so obsessed with the predictions is because I hate it when NBA fans and people, they after a series happens, they go, oh, obviously um, Golden State was going to destroy Dallas, but I didn't think it was obvious. And after watching the semifinals, I genuinely thought that um Dallas was gonna and I picked Dallas in six. So it was a little bit of a surprise that Dallas just took seemed to really go after a great series against the Suns, really, really step back and also Golden State really show their class, you know? Mm.
1: I um I think Memphis were underrated and I think Boston are currently being underrated. Although okay. Jeremy just sent through a text saying he's picking
0: a sweep a Boston sweep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It's hard to take that man. It's hard to take that man seriously. Um, it doesn't reflect well on Phoenix because I thought I I, I I thought Golden State was definitely an okay team, but I put Milwaukee, Boston, and probably Phoenix above them. And so to see Phoenix get get dealt to by the Mavs, I guess that went seven, and then for Golden State to to um just swat aside. Um, the Mavericks like what was I not seeing in this Golden State team you know
1: oh but I think no but I can't. I couldn't believe the the disrespect towards the Golden State Warriors preseason mm. um, when someone released their um, rankings and they had them down battling to try and get into the play in and I <clears> literally commented he's really underrating Golden State and I got downvoted to hell and all these comments were like why what they've added, Otto Porter Jr. and um, Bealitsa, but I'm like, do you not remember? People think there's genuine people online who think Kevin Durant was the reason the Golden State Warriors was successful, but they forget that before Kevin Durant was there, they were possibly the greatest team ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, just just rewind two steps because. Well, you do this every week. You kind of talk about some arguments you have with people on the internet and they are idiots. But I will say, I didn't value, I didn't I didn't say they weren't going to make the playoffs, but maybe one of my crazy predictions is they might miss it. The thing about Golden State is that they'd had two shocking seasons previously because of injuries. And it looked very much like this season was going to be riddled with injuries as well. And that was what I said before the playoffs. I was like, Golden State is a good team on paper that is almost going to definitely break down because they've got Curry, who's injury prone, Clay, who's coming off a huge injury, and it's unbelievable how he's come back. Like he's literally a game winner for them some games. And Draymond, who's looking good all of a sudden again. Oh, actually, he was a bit disappointing against Dallas, maybe, but Draymond is like is like up to scratch. And on top of that, the way they've developed players and the way players have come through has been pretty spectacular. And I think that kind of surprised people, and it's it's kind of a tribute to like what a well-run organization and and um like coaching staff they are, right? Hmm. But but um, it was very boring. I'll say that. Like, what a disappointment for Dallas to go out like that. And in retrospect, it's easy to go, yeah, Dallas just didn't have the talent. But like Maxi Kleber looked like an like an all star against um, Phoenix. It was like, what happened to that dude? You know. Mm. So it was it was very disappointing and boring to watch. And I must say, I found Boston and uh, Miami very boring as well. And that was amazing because it actually ended up going 7 and Game 7 was actually a thrill. But every game to get there, I was just like, yeah. I just
1: couldn't believe how soft Miami came out at the start of Game 7, though. Like, obviously, they, they pulled it back and very nearly won. But they just got owned at the start. Like, they were just getting, like, absolutely killed. Turnover every time they came down. And then a layup. Like, Boston... I'd love to see their like shot chart for the first half because it seemed like they were just exclusively scoring open layups in transition. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. So, but what about the end of the game though, where Boston almost blew a thirteen a point lead with what like less than two minutes left? Um, Marcus s- Smart chucking up trash and then them giving up the worst looks imaginable going the other way. I guess Strauss hit that amazing shot, but like it was almost one of the most like, amazing finishes in NBA history with Jimmy Butler shooting the three to take the lead with four seconds left. Mm. That was pretty thrilling.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely thrilling. But I was just like, man, Miami, if you just started, even if you just started like mediocre, you yeah. could have won that game. But you started just so badly. It was crazy. But,
0: but could it be tribute also- though to yeah, Boston's defense maybe?
1: Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, Miami just looked so scared. And it's like I really rate Al Horford, but he was just like absolutely terrifying. Every time someone would like kinda drive in, they would they would like chicken out. And like I just wanted someone, Victor Oladipo, someone just, just to go hard and just just take it round him and score. But they just like was so everyone but Jim, Jimmy Butler was so scared, and a bit, bit Bam, Bam was like fine, but still, I just thought he was so timid. And okay, well,
0: well, what about this? Because there's a great stat that's come out that Jason Tatum has been to like five Game Sevens, and he's four and one, and the one that he lost was like his rookie season or whatever. Mm. And there's a lot to be said for like that experience. And I guess if you look at the Miami roster, it's pretty experienced with um, Butler and PJ Tucker but they do have the Strausses, the Depot's, like the players that haven't really been there before. Bam Adebayo had like a very disappointing playoffs by his high standards. And that, I mean, if, if, if you've got not much more to say about that series, that is what worries me about the NBA finals. You've got like an incredibly experienced team versus Boston and, and, and Golden State's at, at home. And I do worry that, Boston might take three games to warm into the series, in which case, you know, it's already the the, the finals almost already lost. You know,
1: yeah, I think they'll be fine.
0: Um, they've been they've been very dodgy down the stretch, like giving up some terrible losses. Uh, to they did win some games down the stretch as well, but terrible down the stretch against Milwaukee and terrible down the stretch defending leads, um, closing out games against Miami. And if Jimmy Butler is gonna give you nightmares, then Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and um uh who's the other player they've got who's on offensive? Jordan. Jordan Poole gonna give you Wigan. problems. Um
1: yeah. I still think I still think it could be tight. I think yeah. um Boston uh will come out fired up and
0: play play good defense. Well, I don't. I, 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 the defense isn't my concern. My concern is that Boston will score like ninety points, like not enough to win a playoff game. And Tatum can win them a game by his own. Like he he could definitely drop forty five on the um on the on the Warriors. But like, I I feel like consistent offensive leadership is where Boston maybe is 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 lacking a little bit because yeah. Golden State's a good defense as well this is literally I think the number one versus the number two defense I yeah, could be wrong I just, uh,
1: no you're right I, I was just looking that up because um, I was going to say that uh, w- yeah I think that's right in terms of defense you know I was, was going to say defensive. great minds think alike and I
0: was like I was that um, I, I, I was like that that's just bullshit great minds think alike I think is one of the sayings that was supposed to be like taking the piss out of that expression Yeah, like cause right. idiot minds think alike as well but, but people have somehow, it's, the expression has been around so long that it's lost all meaning and people say it just even though it doesn't. I saw a, a, a talkback radio station in New Zealand um, advertised as um, great minds talk alike. And I was like, that's, that's, that's not correct at all. <laughs> <laughs> like normally great minds, I think they say things that no one's ever heard before.
1: And what does that mean, talk alike? They've got similar accents. Well, he sneaks around the world from Istanbul to Oklahoma, saving ladies who are drowning, scoring hoops and getting steals. With that solid, humble defense, better hope this man ain't on you. Tell me, where
0: in the world is Big finals preview. I have, i got to admit with you, I'm not the, pull back the wizard's curtain for a second, I'm not the super analyst going through uh, hours of footage to figure. Paul, what are you sniffing?
1: Candle lid.
0: <laughs> okay, Paul sniffing a candle lid. Before I was so rudely uh, distracted by Paul um, taking a big sniff of a candle lid, I was just going to say that I embarrassingly, when I make my predictions, because you you saw me, Paul. You said I was having a breakdown in the group chat, um, just convinced this is going to be a terrible finals, and convinced that Boston had no choice. Chance, am I right? Yeah. Now that that analysis has been righted, um, partly from JT saying Golden State sucks, Boston rocks. I think JT just hates Steph Curry and hates Golden State for whatever reason. Um, Paul, you're you're saying it's going to be close.
1: I think it could be quite close. I think Golden State will win, but in in six or seven.
0: So that's exactly where the experts are picking. Um, did you look at the ESPN post today? No. Okay, okay. So you haven't looked at anyone else's predictions? No. So ESPN did 20 analysts, not the good ones. I don't think Zach Lowe was on this. Um, but like 20 of their like just TV guys who are all – I don't really respect any of them. But they um, – they, 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 15 out of 20 picked Golden State. Um, but they all picked them in six or seven, which is largely saying a long – which which means close, which is basically saying Golden State, but I'm not super confident about it. Which is what you're saying, am I right, Paul? Uh, wait, wait. What was the question? No, I was just I was just saying when you say you're picking Golden State, but you think it's going to go six or seven, you're basically saying I'm leaning Golden State, but I wouldn't be surprised if Boston got there. You're, you're like you're saying it's like sixty yeah. forty to Golden State kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So, um, Danny.
1: It was Zach Lowe's tears where I got downvoted, I think. What do
0: you mean? No, is, this, is this another chat about you getting an argument no, on Reddit? What was the conversation? No, no,
1: don't worry, don't worry. Continue.
0: Now, no, what tell I'm me. Is I, don't,
1: I don't know if Zach Lowe knows what he's talking about. Why? These were his tiers. Tier one in a team in a tier of their own. The first round knocked out Brooklyn Nets. Tier two of their own. Paul, every boxing. week,
0: every week you you shit on the Brooklyn Nets, and every week I try to say the predictions were made of a healthy team with three all stars playing. They ended up having two playing and then one left.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: So at the but, start of the season, picking Brooklyn to be good and to win the East was a predictions, no-brainer.
1: Predictions shouldn't like encompass everything, right?
0: You were that he was predicting. You can't predict MC- a player is going to become a part-time NBA player based on vaccines. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, he should have because a tear of their own. That's crazy. I mean,
0: I'm going to pick have. that. um I'm going to pick that Spencer Dimwitty retires from basketball next year to become a yoga instructor in Bali. And I, like, I hope my prediction. Like you, you try and make predictions healthy. Oh, in saying that though, I did always discount Golden State because of injury propensity. No, but I but do think plate- you should. You the player put, was Kyrie, Kyrie.
1: the The player was Kyrie Irving, and I yeah. think it's the prediction is that he's not actually that good, and that he's, you know, he he. I I honestly reckon that Boston team they're proving I, I, that I they think, were better without him.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I like I like these hot takes. That, I yeah,
1: think... I I got owned by Boston because I thought they'd be good, and they sucked, and I blame him. But um,
0: yeah, a lot yeah. of people do. He, he underperformed. I think Kyrie is a very good player, but the jury's still out on how much he contributes to winning basketball. And I know it's ironic saying that he's an NBA champion, but you kind of, you put that down to LeBron's team heat culture and him just being a a, mm-hmm. a, a facet of that rather than a leader. Cavs culture, not heat culture. Oh, sorry, I forgot. LeBron's moved teams quite a few times. Anyway, anyway, so sorry. So the re- I get it. The reason, because I respect Zach Lowe as an analyst. He's one of like, the most... Like loved, and so you're saying, you, you're bringing back the argument from before, and you're saying that Zach Lowe was one of the people who counted out Golden State at the start of the year.
1: Yeah, and he yeah,
0: do you have his reasoning? Does he have his reasoning, or he just is it just listing them, uh, or is it someone paraphrasing his podcast or something?
1: No, no, it's just it's just t- ranking tiers. So he, yeah. he put them in the he put them in five teams, three spots above play, in so he actually did put them above the play in, but yeah. um. But uh, he put Lakers in above the play-in fray in the West. I guess there were a bunch of people who thought the Lakers would be good.
0: No, no, no. But above the pro- play-in fray isn't good. That's that's like scraping into the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's seventh.
1: No, or no, Lakers. no. That oh, no, 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 no. He's got them. He's got them. Th- like Brooklyn in a tier of their own, Milwaukee yeah. in a tier of their own, and then the next tier is the Suns, the Lakers, Suns, Jazz. So yeah. he's got he's got them as. In that sense, he's got them as the best. Well, I, I don't well. think that
0: was too that was too crazy a prediction at the start of the season, but um, I'll I'll say this: uh, Boston definitely have been like an exciting story and narrative wise. I know you're a bit of a Golden State kind of fan, but like it'd be quite nice to see. Like, who who's your heart rooting for here? Would you like to see Boston get up? I know they're not really an underdog. It's Boston, um, but.
1: Here's the thing. I weirdly often do support Boston in recent years, but mm. I think I think I do want to see Golden State win. I like I like Golden State, and uh, I want. I feel like they're not respected. I feel like Steph Curry is not respected. And the more mm. rings, if they win this year and they win next year, they'll get the next restored. year. Well, at least win this year, surely they'll get some respect.
0: I, I Paul, I, can I just counter you there? And I think Steph Curry is definitely respected and Golden State is massively respected. Are you maybe reading too far into, like, just, like, people on Reddit who just hate on everyone, you know, like...
1: No. Nah, JT. JT doesn't like...
0: Oh, yeah, but but JT's – I mean, I wouldn't call that a – he's he's literally – he's said it before. He doesn't even know why he hates Steph Curry. He just hates him. But I'd say, like, most people would put Steph Curry, like, top 20, maybe even top 15 all all time. He's a consensus besides JT, (laughs) who claims Duncan Robinson. Most people in the world besides JT claim that um, uh, Steph Curry's consensus best, greatest shooter of all time. Like, they literally had a ceremony for this year. He was an MVP – um, favorite based on narrative um, at the start of the season before he kind of definitely fell off and kind of his shooting went a bit downhill, but he, he's mm-hmm. back now. I, I'd say he's pretty respected. There's just there is a I lot of people out there the same like same JT well. who are a bit salty, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, for me, he's been the best player probably in the league for the last few years. Well, not not those two years, but um, and I
0: don't think I don't think other people would say that.
1: No, but, definitely uh, not.
0: I mean, I mean, yeah. Peel would say he's would say he's top ten or a top offensive player. But like with a player like Steph, you do have to look at his defense, and you're like, it's not. It's he he, he he's probably you'd call him a one way player. Even though his defense is not terrible, he's not um he's not he he's not a, a Luka Doncic, but he's yeah. You you got to mark him down on that, don't you? If you're going to start a franchise around a player, you'd probably take a Giannis or a player who can play both ends over him, wouldn't you? I don't know, I don't know. I just so, so, think, so, yeah. What? So in the last couple of years, if you were going to pick any player to start a franchise with based on their performance of that year, you'd pick Steph Curry. Like, surely like, you'd go you above no, him.
1: No age, like no, like not
0: considering like age and stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, no. Just just considering like you've got to play a season of one year. So in two thousand and twenty, you would pick. Uh, considering he, uh, assuming they were all all the players were healthy. You would go. Oh, I would take Steph Curry. I reckon, it, yeah.
1: I reckon I would. Um,
0: see, I, I think that's mad because you'd surely pick a player that is good at both ends.
1: Yeah, but like the results don't lie.
0: Yeah, but but like it's it's part of a it's part of a system, right? Like, yeah, he, Steph Curry ha, has been blessed with a great team, which is why they're favoured in the finals. And it's not just him; it's also Clay, mm-hmm. probably the second greatest shooter of all time. And a lot of people give so much credit to Draymond as well, you know?
1: Yeah, I know, but every every team that wins is that, right? You know, Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen, Dennis mm-hmm. Rodman, LeBron yeah. James had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. It's yeah, like- no, I know, but those but what I'm saying is Michael Jordan was defensive player of the year and often all NBA defense teams, LeBron can defend every position. Steph Curry is a great player. I love him. Don't get me wrong. And he's gonna go down as one of the grass offensive players, just, just, you know, like he's just not like, I wouldn't say he's one of the best players in the league just because if he's not shooting like unbelievably,
1: I'm talking about, this is it. This is the disrespect. Steph Curry. LeBron's, is- LeBron's defense was, was, uh, look how far that got the Lakers this year, you know,
0: LeBron's 37 years old. Yeah. Anyway, Okay, it's it's, it's, Steph Curry has been great, and it'll be. I mean, you're right. This will be huge for his legacy if he can do it. But I'm sure his legacy is already in most people's minds, besides like just blatant haters, is pretty well cemented. But this is a chance for him to go even higher. You are right. Um, He hasn't been that good this playoffs so far, though, Steph. I would say his defense has been better in a in a in a playoffs where it's all about isolating small players and isolating. Offensive players and weak defenders. We've seen Luca get exposed. We've seen um, uh, a lot of. I'm trying to think who in the East was getting exposed. Um, James Harden was looking dodgy. Um, it's quite. It's 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 quite weird to see Steph blending in. It also helps that he's got Poole on his team, who is the number one to get exposed player on the Warriors. And Poole and Curry lineups do look a bit patchy, but you they're, they're so they're so talented. You don't need both of those players on the same on the floor at the same time. Hmm. Um. I'm- I might have to leave quite soon. Okay, it'll become a one man pod. Um, uh, what's going down? Oh uh, well, I've got soccer at at five. Soccer 30. at five thirty. Yeah.
1: Well, that's why we did an earlier podcast, but yeah.
0: the podcast is falling about at the at the hilt. But let's just briefly talk about Boston for a second. Um, so, what do you like about Boston? Like, what do you see there?
1: Good defense. Good depth. They got, you know, they don't have five players. They got like eight, eight players, maybe, good players, and um, yeah, and they play good D. And then you've you've got to if you're a Golden State, I think you've just got to no turnovers, get shots. On oh, no, a Golden State, what are you even talking
0: about? Golden State's going to put up so many turnovers. They like lead the league in turnovers. Yeah, I know, I know,
1: but, the, but but but. That's Boston's bread and butter, it seemed, in that Game 7, at least. Um, I
0: I would say this. Um, I'm putting a lot of weight in experience. So, yeah, they're going to do a lot of turnovers. And it's funny, Golden State, the way they play and the way they throw the ball around, it does look like they're the inexperienced team sometime. But I do trust, especially down the stretch in close pressure games, I put so much trust in Golden State because they have so many options, and because they have, especially Steph and Clay. And Clay has been like a match winner in so many games so far. He's looked excellent. Um, Draymond, to a lesser ex- extent, who is who is looking like a meme again um, with his three point shooting. Um, but but I just don't tr- I just don't trust Jalen and Jason. That's my biggest concern. You know. Yeah, I um.
1: I think I don't like Jason Tatum, but I do think he's good mm. suddenly.
0: He's been so patchy this playoffs, I guess is my concern. yeah, I don't know I, I can't really speak on that so my my large prediction is that give it two games. the first two games are going to be so important, I think, and like if Boston can't at least really give. Golden State, two close games. it's in Golden State where Golden State's so good, they barely ever lose a game at home in the playoffs. If Boston can get one of those games, then yeah, it's all on, and I'll believe. Or at least if they can run them close in those two games. But Boston's up against it. You know, they're away, they're tired, they're probably more injured, which is amazing considering they're the, they're the much younger team. If mm. they can't do that, then I'm, I'm predicting almost, a, almost a, a short season. And I'm sick of everyone picking Golden State in six or seven. So I was going to go Golden State in 5 because I just even though all the experts are saying otherwise, I feel I feel strongly that Golden State's just going to have that experience. I hope I'm wrong. I'm rooting for Boston even though I hate right. Boston fans, but yeah. I'm just picturing
1: like like how hard the Memphis Grizzlies series was for Golden State. Sure yeah. it was it ended in 6, but like, you know, the first game was like a one point game or something, you know. Like there was a few close games, like it could have easily yeah Um, on more games but i'm Mm. i'm 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 predicting that but like i think the 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 celtics are kind of grizzlies on steroids a bit yeah Um, but i think they should they should look at how grizzlies played how rough they played and they should try and emulate that Um, yeah and i think they will like marcus smart is just going to try and make curry's life hell so i think like it's jordan pool and clay thompson and wiggins yeah it's their time
0: to to feast. Oh well, I, I I'm actually one of my predictions is I was like if Golden State does trip up, I do think I think Steph is you can count on him to score twenty five or thirty. I guess it just depends on how efficient he is. But like I keep on waiting for those role players and testament to their their role players for like constantly playing well. Like Wiggins, I've hated on him his whole career, and um boy he's solid as a rock. Um and and, and what will what will uh really um, make me feel good about this finals is just thinking about the route that Boston's taken to get here, right? Because they went through um, three amazing teams: Miami, Milwaukee, who I thought were the favorites. I mean, they had a big injury, and even even that Brooklyn win looks like impressive now. That you're like, man, was Brooklyn really bad, or was it that, um, uh, or, or, or was it or was it that Boston's actually really sneaky goods? Um, Brooklyn actually turns out to be the um, the best. Uh, offense in the in the playoffs so far, if you can believe that, I guess because of a small sample size. Do you know who the second best offense?
1: Well, also the yeah. roster, right? Like they're like got like they got like four yeah. All Star scores. Right, so I don't want to
0: get you I don't. I don't want to get started back on Brooklyn. No, they they were a <laughs> horrific roster, but um, uh, but yeah, they got a lot of the the pressure Boston put on KD meant that um they got a lot of layups for their lesser players. But um, guess who the second best offense has been in the playoffs though?
1: Um, second best offense in the playoffs. Well, rating,
0: not best offense, but maybe radar. Golden State. Golden State Warriors, and that's yeah. what and that's what makes me concerned is that Golden State's probably going to be. I mean, Miami's pretty good. It's probably going to be the best defense and potentially the best offense that Boston's come up against. Right. Um. So you're, so you're saying Warriors in six. I'm saying Warriors in five. Uh...
1: Yeah okay, I'll say war. Yeah, warriors and six or seven. Six. JT's
0: JT's seven. picking. A, um, JT's picking a Boston sweep. And um, is there Kyrie any? Uh, You've you
1: got The leprechaun. He said,
0: "Kyrie will make up with the leprechaun." Thank you, JT, for that expert analysis. Um, Paul, you got to get to soccer, do you? Is there anything else you want to say before you leave?
1: Uh no. Um. <laughs> I'm excited for the finals.
0: Should be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for game one and two. And I'm like, if if but if, if 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 it's a ten point win to Golden State in game one and two, even though people say it doesn't start until the home team wins, if Boston doesn't really show something, I'm gonna get nervous. But hey, anything. It's the, these NBA playoffs. My predictions have been so far off. Shit, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston beat Golden State by thirty in game one, and then all, oh, my head starts spinning. Who knows? Hmm. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. I've been Guy Williams.
1: I don't do that.
0: Catch you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. And my favorite movie is probably *Minister Society*. <laughs>